Business Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and what you're about to listen to was previously recorded for a radio interview. This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest is Fred Young of the Kentucky Headhunters. How are you doing, Fred? I'm great, Alan. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm just excited to be uh, talking to you and listening to your new CD called The Kentucky Headhunters. That's a fact, Jack. Now, I said that CD. Is a fact, Jack. <laughs> I said CD because I've got the hard copy. You know, listeners out there, you can download it. But I, I, like, I like the hard copy where you can go in there and see the credits and the thank yous and who, who wrote it and who's singing. And that, yeah, that's, that, that's, uh, that's the thing I like, too, man. You don't see too much. Of the old album covers used to be always like that. And a band put out a record, you know, it'd be the one thing. You'd be sitting there listening to it, reading all the credits and looking at the pictures and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a good time making that record. You know, we did, we just plugged in and picked up the sticks and let it fly. You know, well, and you, did what we felt and and uh, had a good time with it. It was fun. Well, I think I think anybody that's a fan of music or definitely a fan of the Headhunters is going to love it. And you've got a song on there. You played it in Danville. I'm trying to trying to push this real hard because I think everybody ought to hear this and it ought to be played across the country on Christmas radio stations. Let's all get together and fight. Now I know that doesn't sound Christmassy, but it's 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 Christmassy. It can, you could almost use it for Thanksgiving if you wanted to. Any family get together. It's very real to life, you know. Uh, uh, it, it's it's always like Richard. Richard wrote that thing about. Brought it and he said, "I got this song. Won't you, won't you guys see what you think?" And we'd never done a Christmas uh, song, but but he said, "I have this thing and this. Let's see what we can get going." So we, he started singing it, and we just started playing it, and uh, kind of Greg kind of took the Ernest Tubb approach to it, you know, and it's kind of like that to me, Ernest Tubb with a Ben Crosby singing or something. Yeah, it's, but, uh, it's it, neat. It was, it was, it, it's got a funny message to it, you know, because everybody's got tension in their families at some point, you know, whether they're in the kitchen cooking or they're or sitting talking about this or whatever. Uh, and, and that's just the way when people get together, a lot of times they do. And it's real. It's really, you know, it's a real life song, I think. It's fun. It was fun, you know. Well, I'll tell you, I, I love the whole CD, and I don't know when it comes to picking out a favorite song, I don't know which one I'd, I'd want to say I'd pick out. It's It kind of covers it all. So, listeners, if you're listening to this, I mean, you've got, okay, let's all get together and fight Christmas song. You've got a song you sing called Cup of Tea, which is completely different than the others. We'll come back, we'll come back to that, but you've got Shotgun Effie, which is a kind of a hard rockin', you know, get up and go song. You've got a, a song that I think is really special on there that kind of kind of hit me with lyrically and how it was put together is uh, Watercolors in the Rain. That yeah, that was a really that, sweet song that I was able to really relate to at this time in my life. It, it 
take you back to your childhood almost, you know. And and uh, it's just, you know, it's like a life song, another life song, I think, you know. A lot of these feel- songs on this record was uh, uh, about life story. I mean, li- living life and how life really is, I think. Yeah, and it, and it gave me the feeling that things will be okay. That's that's what I took yeah. away from it. Yes, it's it, it's always gonna be okay if you got God on your side and you you won't get through it. Yes. Well, let's talk about Cup of Tea because you take the lead on that and sing. You also take the lead and sing on Cheap Tequila, but Cup of Tea. Tell me about that and and. You know how many other songs? If I missed them, but I mean, you're you're front and center, and you're singing this song, and it kind of sounds to me like when I've watched you on videos, and you're up there at the end, and you're kind of doing the the Fred dance, and you got your coonskin hat on and having a good time. Was that what it was like well, recording that song? Yeah, it was. It was. It was fun to record and everything. What, what it was a. Uh, I don't know really. It came to me while I was asleep. When I was sleeping, I got up. And I had to get up and use the bathroom. You know how it is when you get old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I got up and I had this thing. Uh, she's my cup of tea. And and for some reason, I was saying I, I was saying something about having grease on my hands from working on a tractor. <laughs> I don't know where that come from. But what it was, I after I got that little cup of tea thing, I got to thinking, well, you know, I got to think about when we were over there in, in, in England. I and, wondered and, where the London came in. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a uh, kind of, uh, it kind of gave me the inspiration, I guess, whether I knew it or not. But uh, then, uh, you know, it's talking about uh, getting on the dog and bone, which is a telephone, you know, and, and hollering for a taxi out on the street. And, uh, just there's a lot of lot of little things in there that a lot of the English people say, you know, and use for for certain things like uh, the uh, lemon and lime. When they're saying that, that's like asking what time it is. Oh. And yeah, so it's it's just some different things like that. But it's pretty much about a guy, and it's, of course, for me, it'd be me and Marla, but a guy with his wife, a girlfriend, or whatever, sitting out on out on the street in England, uh, down in London town, you know, and they're visiting, and they, and they want to uh, get out and see the sights, so they're strolling, you know, down down the Canberra Street, whatever that, that cool place was down there, you know. Uh, but that's that's pretty much what it, it's all about. Man, Richard and uh, TJ put that together. Uh, you know the Georgia Thunderbolts. Right. The guy that sings for them. It, it, we were riding one night, and we uh, we come up with that, and there it is. You know. So and I and we got ready to sing it, and 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 I said, Well, Fred, you gonna have to sing a song because you kind of know, kind of. Uh, I think Richard tried, and, and they they all sang good, but they just didn't. It seemed like it seemed like I told the story in it better, even though I don't, I don't call myself a singer or anything. It's just it just uh, the message came over better or something, you know. 
the listeners. Like Dr. Bauer sat down there in England for just like he <laughs> dropped out of the sky and sailed down there in London town, you know. Listeners, if you're anyway, listening to a Cup of Tea, I think, I think Fred here has got a voice like Ray Stevens, and uh, I'm curious to hear other people and see if they say the same thing. I'm going to go back and listen to some Ray Stevens stuff and see. I, that, that, that's interesting. I, I think it's cool. Maybe he'll hear it and laugh about it. That, that guy right there sounds like me or sounds like him or something. When you do, I can't think of the word, but you kind of bring your voice up and you do a little something in that song and you do it twice. And I'm telling you, I, I just hear Ray Stevens' voice. I hear him doing that. I could hear him singing that song. <laughs> That's cool. That's, that's all right. I'll take care of a good compliment. <laughs> so, I know you probably don't have a favorite, but and I know you take the lead on that one, and you talked about writing it. Um, what other song in there would you, you know, I know they're all like your babies, but what do you think? And I, I talked to Greg about that, and he said, by the way, he'll see you at 2 o'clock tomorrow on the tour bus. Yeah, we gotta leave out tomorrow. Got a long trip to go down to Florida. Uh, man, I, there's so many. What, what do you think? will what do you think you'll take from this record, and we'll hear, say next year on tour. Well, I think, and uh, of course, that Christmas song is is one that we'll probably do all the time. Whether it's really we call it a Christmas song, but it's just. It's really not a Christmas song, but it is a Christmas song. Uh, we'll probably do that one. Uh, that that's a fact, Jack. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Uh, there, there's some of the stuff you know that that would. Uh, I like, like you said, I like all the songs on there. Uh, I I don't know how. You know, we we'll, we might just start playing one. Out of the blue, and I don't know which one it'd be, you know. It, but uh, I like, uh, I like, uh, how could I? The one that uh, John Fred and them had been wrote with Richard. That uh, it, it's a, uh, it's a pretty straight ahead song, you know. It's kind of got a, a groove to it. It's really nice. Uh, it, they're, uh, of course, you know Savannah. I love that one too. Uh, Susanna, I mean, I meant to say. I call it, I, I've called it Savannah the whole time. So my, <laughs> I have a niece whose name Savannah. Yeah, so do I. Do you read? Yeah, Savannah. Well, well you know, uh, so I I don't know. There's, there's some good songs on there that, that uh, we, we've been so busy, we haven't had time to working stuff up yet, man. We, I told Richard the other day, I said, man, why don't we start working these songs up, man, you know, and just seeing how, see, get a feel for them, see how they, you know, see how the audience likes them, because they really do like the Christmas song. Oh, it's, it, it's, great response. The message gets across to them, you know, the people, and they can, they get a kick out of it, you know, because it's kind of funny, you know. But, what? uh, I like to do. We have so many songs that we don't get a chance to do that are neat songs, you know. And somebody, you know, say, "Man, oh, why I came here to see this? Why didn't you do that song?" And and you know, so I always like, well, 
we just left it off this time, you know. Yeah, but I, I do like doing a lot of the different songs, you know, that sometimes when you, you pull one out of the hat that you're not comfortable with, sometimes that goes over better than the ones that you got used to. You know, you get too, uh, you get too uh, comfortable with them. Well, I'll tell you, you, know, you, so you got some great compliments when you were up here. Um, Levi, who who sang there with you at the end on on Davy Crockett. He, oh yeah. He he's a country singer and he he told some stories and you know I respect his thing and he's been down to Nashville recorded a lot had some top forty hits and and he was saying I mean I think he was so impressed with how your guys are doing things and you playing the drums and it's straight ahead. You've got this old drum set. You're keeping the beat. You're keeping everybody going. Nobody's got any ear monitors, and it's all almost it's all old right school kind of deal. Is, we're, we're not we're not doing anything really that anybody else couldn't do, and we're not. Uh, it's nothing. It's uh, it's just plug straight in and and go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of people can't do that. Well, a lot of people, I think, get get a sidetrack by a lot of gadgets and uh, and things that you can buy to make yourself sound a certain way. Which, if you'll just get in there and use your own fingers and and ears, then then you can wade through it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you'll come out with your own sound. Versus, you know, well, you know, like, well, okay, we're going to, like, I know in the studio we don't use any, any click tracks and voice t t tuners and things like that. Of course, I'm sure things move and things have a different sound. And a lot of times on radio, if you don't have those, those things, it's an effect that they use that almost has to be there or it won't sound like anything else that's played on the radio so they won't play. That's just the way that's just the way the business of it is, I guess. That's what's ruining the business. Yeah. Well it, it's there it's it's a different it's a, it, it makes it easy for somebody to make make records and make and make money and make the system go. But, you know, it's not like the Ed Sullivan show, you know, where you used to see real talent, you know. I'm talking about like the people used to get up there and, and uh, gymnastics or whatever. They, it was more of a talent thing. And I think that kind of goes back to the, uh, it goes back to the back burner some, I think, because it's all uh, pre-taped and dance steps and all this you know as well as I know what, what I'm talking about yeah. you know yes it, it's a it's a different world we live in but it just makes the thing roll I guess you know but we we <laughs> I can't see us <laughs> up there trying to do something like that but because we've done it a, a certain way our, ever since we've played so there's no sense in us trying to change it now you know I mean if it's not broke why fix it yeah well for us anyway you know and it's a kids it's a kids world too you know so 
got to let those young folks have their days too, you know. We had ours, you know, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like what they have today. You know, these kids have to have these nine buses out on the road and, and all this stuff. And, and I was like, my goodness, man. I mean, I understand it and I understand why they do it, but we, we got past the point of, you know, let's, play the music, you know, and let that, let that be the thing, you know, and, and, uh, that's, go, that's what's got to be the good thing, you know, and we, and it'd be great if you could do all that, you know, but for us, you know, we're concentrating more on the music, playing the music, and, and, and getting close to the people, you know, the further, the more gadgets you got, more all that stuff, the bigger you get, but the farther away from the people you get for, with your heart, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And I'll, I'll tell you, this, this album here, it's, it's getting what I call traction. I saw you guys were kind of switching gears, but it's kind of going back to what you were saying. I saw you on Huckabee a couple weeks ago, and he talked about the, what you guys are like live in concert. And I, I sincerely think when I watched that, that he's seen you guys perform somewhere and that he's a true fan. And well, is, that comes across. He is, he is a true, man, that guy is a really true gentleman and a patriot, man. He, he's, he's a real American guy, man. And I, I, I got a lot of respect for that guy. I never, I never, I always knew he was like the way he is, but he's really into music and stuff. And, and, you know, he plays and, uh, the bass and, He's uh he's so into it, you know what I mean, and, and a neat guy. He seems neat. I have I haven't had the opportunity to meet him, but I just watching that looked looked really yeah. fun. And I'm I'm surprised. Did you guys did he not want to play bass that night, or did he? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we could only do those two songs. He said he said Mansion said I, I won't come down to the farm where you guys live, and maybe we'll get together jam. So <laughs> maybe we'll do that sometime. That sounds like fun. Now you've got something exciting coming up, and I think by the time this this airs, you'll have already done it, but as a group, you guys are going to get to go to the Grand Old Opry and play on December 4th on a Saturday night. How exciting that, is that? that? That's pretty, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty neat, man. I, I, I think it, uh, it's something that we're, uh, that would be good for the Grand Old Opry as well as us, because, uh, we're, I think we're as down to earth as country, which country music is all about, as anybody. Of course, you know, just because somebody looks a certain way, they think you're uh, bizarre. <laughs> you know, we're, we're we're really country folks, you know. But but uh, I think it's a it's an honor to be on that and, and to say that you played there. I remember when I played with Sylvia, I used to play. Uh, uh, we used to do the Grand Old Opera a bunch, and 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 uh, it was a neat thing, you know. It's back when Roy Acuff and all them guys was on there. But uh, it, of course, I'm sure like everything has changed some, but uh, they need to keep the country. You know what I mean? Yes, they do. <laughs> down, yes, they do. Down there, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of people who uh, who appreciate that type of country, uh, that that whole. Uh, 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 the whole 
idea of the country thing and what country music stands for and everything. And I think they need to keep that in in uh, in country music. And even though we're we got a rock sound and everything like that, you know, I mean, there's not too many people can go out. <laughs> and, and have that kind of country uh, demeanor and country heart that we guys have because we've all been on, uh, you know, we've all done work on the farm and and we, we're down to earth people, you know. I mean, we wouldn't want it any other way, you know. If I couldn't talk to someone that, uh, you know, uh, you just don't like, you don't learn nothing from people, you know, you don't learn. And you don't have any social skills or anything from from hiding out from everybody, you know. Nope. So I think that's what you know. That's a sad thing that's happened to that. Uh, remember that fanfare they used to have down at the fairgrounds? Yes, yes. Nashville? See, they took that all away, you know, and, and it they don't even have fanfare anymore. So I don't I don't know, man. But I think that's something that a lot of country music people really look forward to going to do and it's not there you know but you know i think it'll come back around you know i mean things things have a way of doing that you know but we want to have fun and you guys were a pleasure to work with and all the people that volunteered you guys interacted with everybody well the crowd loved you it was just it was a great experience and that, we are so well, thankful we had, we had a good time out playing there and, and the people are nice you'll find nice people everywhere you go if you if you look for them you, you just got to talk to people know how to talk to people you know and, and visit and have a good time you know that's what it's all about you know well fred i i want to say thanks for being our guest and we look forward to seeing you out on the road and, I and thanks for having me as your guest i appreciate it i appreciate it this has been sights and sounds and my guest has been Fred Young of the Kentucky Headhunters. This is Alan Kiger, and I hope you've enjoyed the interview on Sights and Sounds. The music that frames this podcast is the original music of Paul Myrie.